Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. We have Tom with us. Hey, Tom, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I heard that sneeze. What do you have? Do you have corona? No, just, I don't know. I turned the heater on and it's dusty. Allergies. Okay. Where are you? Are you in LA? Are you in um, Palm Springs? I'm in LA. Okay. Hey, neighbor. Okay. It's good to hear from you. Stephanie, where are you and how are you? I'm good. I'm parked in my car. In the <laughs> 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 Poor Stephanie. Oh, boy. Well, the recording vagabond. Yeah, John, we did a few episodes when I was at home, but I decided I'd oh. sound better in my car. This is what she belongs. <laughs> the car. I, I told it. her that she's so much better in the car. I don't know why, but I feel like it make, it's more unique. It's more her. It makes you I think it makes I more focus. Sense. I think I focus more in my car because it's like a small space and I'm just zoned in on you. I, I love it. You <laughs> outside of home goods is my favorite thing. It's ever. that Prius uh, power. That's what it is. Those little Toyotas, they fuel you. They really do. I'm at Target All right. today. Shall we get started? Oh, okay. There's a couple of things that we, want. we had to make sure that Tom was on the show for. Um, number one, and I know we talked about this offline because I was very, very upset by it. And I called you to talk to you about it. And I probably called the wrong person because you were not commiserating. You were making it worse. So I wanted to follow up. Um, okay. For those of you that listen to the show many moons ago, I can't remember how long ago it was. We talked about, um, Tom, remember you had that issue with the rat in your car when you went to get your oil change? Yes. Announced, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you want to very quickly just um, summarize that for people that may not have heard that episode? So uh, a couple of months ago, I hadn't been using my car very much. I brought it into Valvoline. And when they opened it, the people in the pit below screamed because a dead rat fell out. You're disgusting. (laughs) It wasn't. It's not like I'm inviting them into the car. It's cold. Cars are not operational. Rats and cats go into cars when they're just sitting there for a while. So. Okay. There you go. So that's sort of the gist of the story. That happened a couple months ago. I was very, very affected by that because I had not heard of that up until you shared that. And then a couple of other people that had listened to the episode had mentioned to me that, yes, they had heard about that, whether it was through them or through a friend or um, this is apparently something that's happened, I guess, since the dawn of time and since do- our, uh, rats and rodents have been able to crawl up under a car. So I totally thought it was your fault. I was grossed out and repulsed by it. I was totally disgusted by it. So um, what was it like maybe three weeks ago? um, I got an alert on my car that my um, one of my fuel levels was low. I can't even remember what the fuck it was anyway. So I took it to the dealer and um, obviously COVID. So the guy's like, hey, why don't you come outside? There's no one here. You can actually stay in the car. We'll top you off and then you can leave. So at that point, I was like, well, you know what? Let me walk around the lot and see if I need a new car. I don't, but you know, this is who I am. (laughs) I start walking around the lot. About five minutes later, the man calls me over and he's like, hey, would you mind coming over here? And I knew when he said that, I was like, God damn it. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Because those are people like me. Like, I don't want you to explain to me what's wrong with something. Like, I just, it's to me, like, it's just stressful. So I could tell by the look on his face that this was not going to be something that I wanted to hear. So he's got the hood popped open and he's like, can you come on up? So I walk up and he says, "Um, it looks like you've had some sort of vermin or rat in your car. Okay. At that point, I almost come unglued. I said, what are you talking about? Are you sure? And he says, yes, this is the beginning of a nest. And what he shows me on top of the engine of the car is there's like this, like, it looks like, I don't know where they get this. Oh, 
it oh looked God. like cotton had been pulled apart and there were a couple of leaves and it was on top of the engine. And he says, oh God. I can tell that this was very fairly recent because the leaves aren't dead. They look like they've, this, this was probably either this morning or last night that you've had some rats in here. So um, obviously there's no rat in here right now. And I said, well, how do I prevent this? And he said, well, based on the way that your car is built in most cars, it crawls up from underneath and then it rests on the engine because the engine is warm, especially if you just got back um, home and it's the middle of the night and it's cold, right? So obviously at that point, I felt like I was going to throw up and I wanted to die immediately. So the guy says to me, it doesn't look like they've done any damage, but you need to be mindful of this because when they start chewing through these wires, it's extraordinarily expensive. And it's something obviously that the warranty doesn't cover and you need to make sure your insurance does. So for those of you that have never heard of this, make sure that you have comprehensive insurance because if you don't, that fucking shit's on you. So anyway, um, I was totally, totally disgusted by that. I couldn't sleep that whole night. I was scratching. I felt sick to my stomach. Um, The guy said that what I could do is before I get into the car, before I start the engine, unless I want, oh God, I can't even think about it. Like you could probably kill it the way that you killed it before you got to (laughs) by turning the engine on. He said, just try to uh, pound the hood of the dash and hopefully whatever's in there will jump out. So that's what happened to me. I was totally grossed out with it by it. I've been pounding the dash every single day before I get into that car. And I refuse to go into that. I don't want to see what's in there. So Tom, the next time you come over, I'll pop the hood and you can look and see if there's been any damage. I cannot handle it. I would love it if I popped the hood and there was just a nest of babies just all crying. I would. Waiting. (laughs) Their mother had to go to way. It's such a fear of mine. It is. It's like, it's on a level. I'm going to come under there with a little dropper and feed them. No, 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 no. It gets worse. So I called Orkin because I'm like, there's a rat problem on the driveway. I can't have this in my house. And I'd never park in the back because it's too dark and creepy back there. And it's just like, it's a whole other issue. But I call Orkin and the Orkin man comes and he's like, okay, so you have a rat problem. And I said, well, evidently I do because one crawled into the engine. I told him what happened. He's like, all over Los Angeles. Wait, 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 Jess. John, she before this was convinced that Highland Park did not have rats. I have never seen them. It's not that I'm saying that they don't have them. I'm saying that I've never seen them. And I know downtown people see them. They're in plain sight. They yes. def, they they run a little. They're undercover. Well, downtown, there are. downtown, you'll sit down. A rat will come up and have a cigarette while you're having exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that here. It's not like that. So I've always been led to believe that we don't have that issue here. I've never seen them on the climbing or crawling across the telephone pole. I've never seen one. It doesn't mean that I want to universe. Don't present me with that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I'm not dumb enough to think that we've never had a rat in Highland Park. I just didn't think that we had this issue. here. Anyway, Orkin man comes. I tell him what happened. He looks at me like I'm crazy. And he's like, well, have you seen them? I said, I've never seen one. He says, okay, well, do you have any evidence? Like, in the house? They're, all, they're all living in your car. I ended up paying the man the service fee to come in and check every single corner of this house to make sure that they haven't chewed through anything, that there's nothing that's been um, tampered with in the house, right in the house. And then he did go up into the attic and this makes me, Oh my God, it makes me so sad. He said that there was two droppings up there, which meant that there was one that was in there and then probably found its way out because there was nothing up there for, I have nothing up there. So he assured me he doesn't think that there's a rat well, problem. What are you supposed to have up there, like a, a block of cheese? I mean. <laughs> well, nobody says that what he told me, and this is everybody listening, take note. There's a couple of things you need to be mindful of. You have an attic and there are several droppings. You can tell how um, present they are by the amount of droppings. So if you have one or two, it's probably one that was in there. and was like, this place sucks. I'm out. If there's a ton of droppings, they live there. 
And what he of told course. me is the biggest issue happening um, in Los Angeles is garages. So if you have a garage crammed full of shit, they're living in there. And he said that that's where he sees the bulk of them. So I'm sharing yes. it with everybody. So don't keep a garage full of shit because that's not going to do any, do you any good. So anyway, what he did was he put a couple of rats, uh, rat traps, because he said we can try to see <laughs> if we get, a, if a rat gets caught in the trap, that means that there's a problem. If not, then that means that it's a one-off. So he put uh, two under the house and then one in a crawl space that's on the side. And then there's another one that's hidden. I don't want to see them. I said, I don't want any, I don't want to know anything. A week ago, I was taking out the trash and I saw it and I didn't mean to see it, but I saw it and there was nothing in it. So we are on, is it Stephanie's at week two or week three? I can't remember. I think you're three weeks in. I think I'm three weeks in and the, the, nothing has been caught in the trap so far. So, um, I mean, okay. that's something to celebrate. I know that's like the most pathetic, stupid story ever, but listen, this is something that is, it's terrifying to me and it's something that I live in fear of and that's where I'm at with it. So three weeks in, I have one more week of service where he's going to check the rat trap one more time. So that's where I'm at. Yep. You know, this, this Orkin man is like, this is the easiest job I've ever had in oh, my life. I'm sure. Oh, I'm <laughs> uh-huh. There's not a like giving of cheese. Them. Cheese to a rat or candy to a baby. Well, you know what's disgusting? And I shouldn't even bring this up because it makes me want to throw up right now. And uh, again, I said, I know I'm paranoid. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, we do get a lot of people like you that are very, very, very affected and very afraid of this. This is a phobia that is very common. It's not just you. And I was so, of course, at that point, because I'm so sick and twisted. I'm like, "Have, have you had like really big rats? And he's like, do you see that bag right outside? And I have a picture of it. And I'm so disgusted. I want to throw up again right now. He had like a plastic bag that was knotted and tied and attached to the outside of the truck. And there was like a big bulge at the end of it. Hanging from the back bumper. (laughs) Hanging from the back bumper. He said, that's one of the biggest ones that I've ever had. And it's right there. I said, why in the fuck is it attached there? He's like, well, because sometimes I ate my lunch in the truck and, you know, I don't want to be grossed out. And I don't want, you know, honestly, this becomes like so habitual that I don't want to forget it's there. So I usually put them in a bag attached to the outside of the truck. So that before I finish my shift, I know to get rid of it. I love it. I could not stop staring at that bag. I couldn't stop staring at it. I was in the window watching him. The truck was parked right in front of my house. I kept eyes on that bag for probably five minutes because I couldn't move it. Oh my God. I love it. So this is just a little uh, FYI and a little of my um, rat experience circa 2021 so far. The end. Thank you, Tom, for that warning because that (laughs) totally prepared me for that. Stephanie? You're welcome. (laughs) No, I, I mean, I thought we had the same phobia but yours is far more extreme than mine it's yeah like, mine's, mine's way worse hate well, stephanie's never I gonna have rats them. because she's always she's always moving her car every 10 minutes to get reception <laughs> this so. is true <laughs> no i've been moving that bitch every day and i'm not gonna lie when that happened it was that super 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 cold front that we had for california and yes. i don't think i drove that car for like a day and a half maybe two days so i'm thinking that that's probably when it again i don't know i have no i have no visibility but that's what i'm assuming yes <laughs> Anyhow, that's it for the rat. Um, one thing I wanted to follow up on, and Tom, you may not be aware, but we talked about this with Chan um, a couple of weeks ago and that I got a Chia pet for the very first time. And it's a Richard Simmons oh. Chia pet. My best oh. friend got it for me. And it was something that I'd always, always wanted. Where and is Richard Simmons? Wasn't people, weren't people asking that on the internet a while ago? E, that was so three years ago, but yes, they were. Um, <laughs> okay. But that has nothing to do with the Chia Pet. So the Chia Pet is in the shape of Richard Simmons, and it's like the torso up with the red tank top. And then oh my the God. Chia part is the hair and then the chest. So I was so excited by Ew. this because it's I've always wanted one my whole childhood. And I never got one for some weird reason. And I got one. This and I garbage. felt like 
I, well, I felt like it was some sort of like sign, like, you know, your best friend knows you in a way that I'm like, of course, this bitch knew that this is something that I totally wanted. I don't remember saying it to anybody, but of course she knows me. So I've been caring for it and um, really spending a lot of time on it. The fucking thing is dead. I don't know what I did, but I'd been watering it. I'd been moving it into the sun, moving it back into the house and it's dead. So um, I've been dealing, I've been mourning that for the last couple of years. I'm not ready to do it again, but that Mm. happened. One more thing for the landfill. One more thing to add. So that's that. Well, I bet you can order new seeds and keep. No, I do have it. There's enough seeds in there for a couple of plants and you can scrape it off and you can do it again. I just don't know if I'm ready for that level of disappointment again. I'm still mourning this. (laughs) There's a lot of responsibility. I need to cool it. And I think I'm probably going to go back to it in the summer. Because you have a couple of people have asked already. You haven't recovered since that sea monkey incident. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Did you have sea monkeys, Jeff? No, I had a life. Oh gosh, you know <laughs> do you know what a sea monkey is? I mean, I've heard of it. Isn't that something that little, little boys want? What is it? It's like a, it's like the a next step up before the fish tank, right? Kind of, yes. I had one yeah. as a little girl too. Well, you were in Santa Barbara, though. That's different. Yeah, sea monkeys were well. They're brine shrimp. They're basically what's in the like the gross. Um, What's the name of the, um, the salt and sea is filled with brine. It's gross. And, and they're just little shrimp and they supposedly wore outfits and everything and hung out and had their own houses. And, you know, that's what they show you in the ads. I don't know. You throw, you throw in a bunch of dried stuff in, into water and supposedly they, they come alive, but I never saw them. Did but you? you had them. No, I saw them, well, but yeah. they would always, they would die pretty quick. And then it was sad because they were all floating around in there with some live ones. And <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of gross. your first Chia Pet experience. Mine came late in life then. So yeah. Okay. Sort so of. you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kinda Listen, gross. life is one disappointment after another. Okay. We're going to flex <laughs> and move. We're taking it to South Carolina. And I love this. I loved this. Loved, loved, loved this because it's something that was sort of like the age old joke with this whole um, coronavirus thing, especially when we started doing uh, testing and vaccines. And it was like this joke that kept popping up, especially on uh, mainstream news, which was why don't the people that are in charge of the vaccinations and um, the testing, why don't they get in charge with the Chick-fil-A people that run the drive through and have them give advice on how to run a tight ship because you know when you go through a chick-fil-a drive-through they don't play around like it's the efficiency is on a level that is not i mean it's beyond explanation it's so so good and apparently this has been mentioned so many times that there was a mayor in south carolina that actually reached out to a general manager at a chick-fil-a to come and assess the way that they were running their drive-through was it vaccination or was it um testing stephanie i can't remember to give feedback on how they are running their drive-through vaccination. And this guy, I guess, well, Chick-fil-A, like Chick-fil-A will tell you right, right off the black, right off the bat, they'll tell you Chick-fil-A will say no black people in their gays. Just, so like, there let's speed this along. All gays out of the line right now. <laughs> exactly. Go. Let's start there. So I'm sure they're very efficient. Listen, I'm not saying that their <laughs> politics are right. I'm saying okay, that well, the people are efficient. You can, Let's not you, can you know what I mean? McDonald's exactly. <laughs> but I don't think McDonald's is as efficient as Chick Fil A. I'm sorry, they're not. Uh, they McDonald's don't get. They don't get those same lines, Tom. No, they don't. Okay. okay. I know you'd like to believe that to be true, but if you go to a Chick Fil A, the line is wrapped around like 17 city blocks, and they run a tight ship. Okay. Yeah. So Stephanie, what was the end result of that? Um. Well, they fixed it. They made it work. The guy came in and he told him exactly why they were backing up. And he told him, you only have one person checking in in the line. You should have five <laughs> people here. You should have, 
you know, this many Isn't people embarrassing? should be here. And like, how embarrassing. this is how your communication need is lacking. And you need to like right. have step up this and this and this. And have them have an order in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And before you knew it, they were running smoothly. I'm telling so you. So I think you they need to do this everywhere. I agree. And I think it's a wonderful idea. And I also think that what is really disgraceful and embarrassing is that this is something that you'd think the federal government would have a handle on. So when in doubt, check with the fast food chain and then have the manager step in and save the day. This is where we need to just realize that sometimes we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like this whole, the idea had been sitting there the entire time. And it finally took someone that was like, you know what? Maybe there's something to all these jokes. And he reached out and lo and behold, there was a solution. So I thought that there was There you great. go. I thought it was great. Warned. Well, how, how unbelievable though. But, you know, sometimes the simplest solution is right there before your eyes. Exactly. So talk all the shit you want. I know that you have an issue with Chick-fil-A. And I do. I love the food, but I, I, I agree with you on many other things. But um, I think that they, did, they came through at a time when they were really needed, Tom. So I think you need to, you <laughs> That's need to give them wonderful. a break. wonderful. Okay. Okay, Stephanie, start. Uh, why don't you finish up with Florida, your favorite place? <laughs> Goodness. Um, okay. So this, <laughs> there was a man in Florida, of course. The end. And um, <laughs> he not only lived in Florida, but he actually has a tattoo of the shape of Florida on his forehead. <laughs> so this guy rode hard for Florida. Yeah, he loves Florida. It's like, maybe two inches long and you know like that shape of like the like like florida just it's a linear shape yeah you could just chop it off real quick um and it's just right where his third eye would be on his forehead so what was his reason for getting it other it was just like love of the state is that um that's not even the story really but um so they don't really talk about it even it's just in his mugshot picture and then it's kind of mentioned <laughs> talk about shoddy reporting that's the first question that you ask somebody like that is why why sir? did you get that <laughs> uh, well they, they didn't interview you? the man so the, <laughs> okay. the story is that this guy one night was out drinking and decided that he needed a ride home and he couldn't figure out how to get his phone to work and he just kept calling 911 so he called 911 like 12 times. For a ride home? <laughs> yeah, and kept telling them, I can't find Not a ride Uber? home. I need a ride what about, home. What about Uber? I, I can't get my Uber app to work. I can't figure <laughs> out how to unlock my phone. I need somebody to come help me. Because you know, like on your phone, like even if you can't unlock it, you can call 911. Emergency, yes. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been what was happening. Because he kept calling and kept calling and they kept telling him like, oh, sir, this is for emergencies only. Like you can't do this. And then, but in all but, fairness, that like, was an emergency in his life at that very moment. So, I mean, just <laughs> perspective people. So he um, eventually they sent somebody out after he numerous times of calling and the officer came and explained to him that he's not there to give him a ride. <laughs> that He needs to he offered to call him a taxi. And the guy said, I don't have money to pay for a taxi, which is fair. And. <laughs> And he just needed a ride. And the cop said, well, you, you do need to use my phone to call a friend to come pick you up. And he tried to help him, eventually left and told him to stop calling 911 and left him there. Wait, so he didn't give and a then, ride home? That's kind of fucked up. No, no. But then this guy continued to call 911 even after that. So he <laughs> called an additional five times. And so the next time they sent somebody out, they arrested him for using 911 inappropriately. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a bit right. harsh. Well, meanwhile, I'm getting stabbed to death somewhere because <laughs> yeah. they can't get a call twice. over there. And, right. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not. And I'm not justifying it. Obviously, this man has some very deep rooted problems. Okay. And we'll start with the Florida tattoo <laughs> with, on his forehead. With we'll the tattoo. That's yeah. the beginning of it. But the thing sometimes that I don't understand is that I think sometimes when people are standing their ground, ironic phrase to use for Florida. But anyway, uh, when people are standing their ground, they just won't bend. So my point is, is that the time that it took for the 911 operators to continue to field these calls and to tell this man, stop calling, sir, that's not what we're here for. For the cop to drive down there and then try to get through to this man and let me call you a taxi. I don't have the money. Well, let me call a friend. I don't know how that works. And, you know, we're not going to do, just drive the man home. You know what I mean? Like, why just take the man home and let's just leave it at that. I think it's, I don't know, maybe it's just the way that I look at the world, but I just think sometimes we spend so much time just, uh, just search, trying to prove our point that we waste time. That's just my take on it. And I know I'm probably in the minority, but I feel very no, strong. I agree with you too, but yeah. still, come on. He can't, I do, but I don't think that he should have driven. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think, but my point is, by going back and forth with somebody like that, like I'm not going to go back and forth with some drunken fool in Florida with a tattoo, with a Florida tattoo on his forehead. I'm not doing that. And the yeah, time, but the cop is that- also like, "Why do I, I'm going to pick up this idiot, have him in the back of the car? Then if I get a call that's an emergency, where does this guy live? What if he lives, you know, far enough away, throws no. up in the back of the car? All that you, stuff happens. I think you you're overthinking it. This is not the first time that man has been in the back of a police car. Number one, and I'm going to go out <laughs> on a limb and say that it probably isn't. Okay. Get in the back. The last, What's your address? Sure. What's your address? Okay, great. Get in the back of the car. Listen, if something happens, you're going to be riding in the back with a perp and we'll deal with it later. The end. That's it. What's the problem? I don't know if it works like that. Jeff. No, it's not a taxi <laughs> service. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's just my take. I know, Stephanie, you think that that was very wrong and that he should have been arrested, right? Um, I think he should have been arrested the first time they came out. <laughs> <laughs> To be yeah. honest, I think just for calling nine one one that many times, like I think people need to stop. I agree. Being able to just call nine one one whenever they want. <laughs> you know, this woman called nine one one at McDonald's because they ran out of chicken McNuggets. That's a true story. She did. Exactly my point. She should have well, been arrested for upset. calling nine one one for that. <laughs> well, well, she. I mean, hers was more justified than the ride home. I know that. Being, that that lady was probably having some like serious PMS, and that was the last thing she needed to hear at that, that moment. That lady's oh, my hero. They were out of chicken nuggets. Too. She called nine one one. Yeah, she most certainly absolutely. did. She did. Good okay, so what happened to him, Stephanie? He went to jail. He was arrested. He, he Is he out it, now? Yeah. Yeah, he got, I'm sure he was just an overnight situation. Funny story, he lives around the corner from the jail. <laughs> <laughs> I rest he's my probably, case. It could have taken two probably, seconds to take that fool home. He's probably back after something else happened <laughs> at this point. Oh, people like that don't learn. Yeah, a guy a like that doesn't weeks. learn a lesson. Yeah, no, it's going <laughs> to. Not usually. This is one mistake after another that has completely, like, um, defi- it's, I, it, it, this man's entire life has been one mistake after another. And it's going to mm-hmm. continue that way. Till the end. Well, I, I think, think that the it, tattoo that's cool. on the forehead certainly tells you he's made a mistake. <laughs> he's made. That was probably mistakes. like a bet too he had with a friend. Probably. Oh. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure he's like, and I'm never getting rid of it because fucking Florida rules the end. <laughs> and he feels that way. I, I, I'm not yeah. mad at him. I feel, yeah. I do feel a little empathy for him because I think he's highly misunderstood. I do. <laughs> I think you should go out with him. Well, I didn't listen. I'm not saying that. You, I'm just saying like that I think the man's. Listen. <laughs> 
You do. You'd be happy to pick them up in your car. You've got room under the hood with all those rats helping run it along. Oh my God, you're hilarious. Said no one ever. Okay. <laughs> you should do that. You know what? You'll be the first person to like, that's what you should do. Listen, this is gonna, I, you're going to take energy efficiency to another level. You're going to put a habit trail wheel in there and have the rats run your I car. I think that I would be a living, breathing <laughs> example of showing empathy to somebody who really needs it at a really, really specific time in his life. And I think that that should be applauded. The end. I think so too. Especially, with, and do you hear that every gentleman out there with a face tattoo? Jessica's ready. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> no, I think you need to go through Stephanie first because she's definitely more responsible and she will steer you in the right direction. I'm not a good, sure. I'm not a good example for that kind of shit because I feel like I spend more time like making excuses for fucking crazy people as opposed to like Stephanie who's like, you should be doing that. It's against the law. Like for me, I'm like, well, you know, give a break, whatever. You know, times are tough. Shit, who cares? <laughs> Anyhow, that brings us to the end. Tom, how you feeling? I feel good. I'm so glad that you have a rat infestation in your car. It makes God, me happy. You are pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. And Stephanie, excited you. excited about it. How are you feeling, Stephanie? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm still just good here. You are who you are. Stephanie's, <laughs> Stephanie's in the parking lot, so she's probably seen a lot of your little friends running along. <laughs> she <laughs> she's like a dumpster just watching them. And that brings us to the end. Thank you and good night, everybody. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Bye.